0: Cooler if we did something we could really perform. Put
1: on the lyrics
2: saying I love. from
1: It's trickier than you think Alright So welcome to the Beantown Podcast uh, For April 7th Sunday, 2019 What's going on? Quinn David Furness coming to you live uh, Welcome for some of those hot tunes Me on the guitar Me on the lead vocals And then welcome back to the podcast Special guest, Walter Furness How's it going? How are you?
0: I'm doing alright Thanks for having me back, Quinn
1: So maybe we'll get a I don't know record label. We should reach out to some of our people, but that was pretty good cover of "Extremes," uh, "More Than Words," a classic love song. Uh, my name is Quinn David Furness. I'm the host of the Bean Town Podcast, creator, producer, best boy, all that good stuff. Coming to you live from 817 Saint Paul Street. What's going on? How are you? It's the Beantown Podcast, the people's podcast, your number one source for misinformation, probably. Don't forget to use hashtag friendsofthepodcast when you're talking about us on Twitter. We are at Beantowncast. You can email us, beantownpodcastyahoo.com. That's beantownpodcastyahoo.com. And, uh, yeah, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Beantown Podcast. Number one, occasionally sing some bangers. And number two... This podcast is just objectively terrible. Um, although, I don't know. I felt pretty good about that. So, uh, yeah. Walt, what's new? What's what's going on? Give us something to chew on.
0: Well, let me just say, if you ever want to uh, invite me back on to uh, you know, sing something that we actually know or uh, I know, then I would welcome that opportunity. But, yeah, excited to be here in uh, Beantown, USA been in d c for a conference this week, the big American Association of geographers annual meeting, nine thousand strong uh now up here, wrapping up the week in Baltimore, Maryland, charm city. We had a great day yesterday walking around and uh ended with some sour sports losses. but all in all uh it's been a great time and excited to be uh here at the, the Beantown Nexus, as I hear some people calling it, 817 St. Paul Street.
1: Yeah, I feel that. With the amount of money I missed out on yesterday with Michigan State losing, I might have to start a new Pledge Drive fundraiser for 2019. But oh. the $300 was not enough. We're going to have to ask for more. Thanks, everyone, who pitched in on that good stuff. Um, so today, very exciting news Coming out of Evanston, Illinois, job posting for assistant men's basketball coach. So I'm I'm poking around. You know I'm putting out some feelers, telling uh, you know Coach K, Calipari, uh, Tony Bennett, both the coach and the singer. Hey, if you know of any jobs opening, I it, you watch you watch March Madness, you watch the Final Four. It's a great time. The coaches are really into it. Tom Izzo, all the the stars are out, and you're saying, "I'd like to do this." You know, in addition to the millions of dollars these guys make, they just really look passionate and engaged in their jobs. So, if there's any way that you know I could sort of get on the ground floor of something big, I would love to do that. So, you know, my network, uh, Adolf Rupp, uh, aforementioned Coach K, Jim Beheim, they're like, "Hey, Quinn, you should check out Northwestern." Uh, legendary basketball program they've won a game in the ncaa tournament which is more than some schools can say and they say quinn check out job id 35833 i think you'll like it so i'm poking around and doing the google and stuff and here we go job summary for assistant men's basketball coach this could be my future uh read it i'll give you the highlights the assistant men 's basketball coach reports to the head men 's basketball coach and assists the head coach in the coaching and training of the men 's basketball team. seems like they said the same thing three times in that one sentence. The position is a full time appointment renewable on a contract basis May first through April thirtieth requires willingness and ability to work nights, weekends, and holidays. Well, in this economy you got to do what you got to do uh, so there's some assistant stuff development, conducting. Psychological preparation. So I give a speech. I don't know if you've seen Hoosiers, but I have. Uh, I, I got some tricks up my sleeve, pregame and postgame. I'd probably have to do the press conferences. Uh, it's okay. I'm built for that stuff. Uh, motivational approach to practicing games. Light a fire under their asses. All that good stuff. Comprehensive knowledge of men's basketball and decision making. Delegating authority and in setting and meaning objectives. All right. All that easy stuff. Work with appropriate NUDAR staff. Don't know what that is. Don't need to. Um, Athletic communications. I am a social media influencer. Marketing is my middle name. So this is all check, check, check on the qualifications. Recruitment at the Big Ten level. Well, I work for Hopkins, and we play in the Big Ten, so easy enough there. I already know the conference. Northwestern alumni, all that good stuff. Um, It's a lot of this, you know, Easy stuff that I just inherently know, uh, but I want I wanted to bring Walt in on this because uh, he attended Northwestern as an undergraduate, so he's kind of got the inside track. So he's going to be uh, helping us draft a cover letter today to send to Coach Collins, um, and you know hopefully we'll we'll get an interview next week. But uh, Walt, before we go any further, and we're talking about the culture of Northwestern basketball, what are some things that? come to mind that we're going to want to highlight in a cover letter today.
0: Uh obviously experience, uh leadership, character, stamina, charisma, flexibility, uh, love for all things northwestern. You got to bleed purple, as they say. Uh I would say uh energismica is uh, important as well um and finally uh fortitude fortitude that's a good
1: word um knowledge of rules and regulations of the ncaa big 10 conference in northwestern university also important things to have uh well what's your big uh, mid what's your favorite mid-major conference in the ncaa
0: Mid majors, okay. Uh yeah, I think my favorite mid major is probably the uh big west. Mm. Love that one. A lot of good overlooked schools. Um, you know, you got your uh I don't think that's a thing. Utah State Youngsville, you've got University of Colorado School of Mines, uh Wyoming Lutheran, often overlooked. Um yeah, Big West, it's pretty exciting. Uh, you know, Cal, Poly, Long Beach, uh, Santa Barbara University of the West. Uh, you know, just to name a few. I don't want to, you know, take up too much of your time here. But,
1: And if anyone is curious, the actual schools in the Big West are Cal Poly, uh, CSU Fullerton, CSU Northridge, University of Hawaii at Manoa, underrated, Um, That's actually the regular University of Hawaii. Cal State Long Beach, UC Davis, UC Irvine, UC Riverside, and UC Santa Barbara. So uh, let's see. Every NCAA team championships, what does that mean? Cal State Fullerton's won five championships. I don't understand. I,
0: I said underrated. I wasn't. I wasn't messing around. <laughs> apparently,
1: UC Irvine's won seven championships.
0: Well, apparently, uh, Wyoming Lutheran must have recently left. My apologies. Oh,
1: that's a shame. Uh, it's, it's tough. You get these big conferences, and yeah, it can be tricky for the little guys to to keep up.
0: A lot of consolidation. A lot of uh, you know, a lot of ins. A lot of outs. A lot of things to work out with the sponsors. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Bacardi was a sponsor until you know some some Title Eight stuff
1: happened and then it was Title Eight. I hate that stuff. I don't even know what the first Title Eight say, but Title Nine is always on my butt at work. Um okay. Let's start applying for this job. Let's get a cover letter going. Let me grip my iPad here and uh set up the mic. I'm never in a good position, that's why my back always hurts. Let's start drafting a cover letter. So, I'm thinking, dear, do you know who's the athletic director at Northwestern?
0: Uh, it used to be, uh, I think it was Jim Phillips, maybe, but I don't know if he's still the AD over there or not.
1: That sounds right. He always comes out of the basket or the football games with Morty, Northwestern (laughs) Athletic Director. James G. Phillips. Oh, yes. Still have it. All right. Dear Athletic Director Director James Phillips.
0: Don't forget that middle J.
1: That's good. He's a very formal guy. James J. Phillips. My name is Quinn David Furness.
0: Now, see... I gotta stop you there. That's where you're making your first mistake. On a cover letter, you know, you've got the formal header, you've got the, you know, the name and address of the person you are writing to, and you also have your own name and address. So it's really redundant at this point to, you know, be introducing yourself in the first line. I think they're going to be screening for
1: that. Mine, you, you don't put the address of the athletic director on the cover letter. That's crazy talk. Oh yeah, and you I'm mailing it's the, this in.
0: But but that's you know a vestige of of former mailing times. You've got the two address blocks at the top.
1: See, here's what I'm bringing to this athletic director, uh, assistant men's basketball coach. Pardon me. Um, synergy, vision, futuristic. Uh, so I don't I don't think Jim's going to be that happy if I'm you know showing right off the bat that I l- I'm looking to the past when I should be looking to the future. I, no one uses addresses anymore. It's all emails, bitcoins, torrents. Um, I don't know. I just don't want to seem antiquated right off the bat.
0: What What if we make this cover letter in a tweet form, then? And if you really want to go you that only direction, let me get 180 characters. Well, right? Y- yeah. Well, you said synergy.
1: Well. You need to find a balance. I don't want to go overboard. My name is Quinn David Furness, and you probably know me from that one time I went to a Northwestern basketball game. That shows him off the bat that I'm serious about the sport. And that's something that I'm going to kind of have to make up for when I'm writing this cover letter. Because if you look at my resume, you're not going to see... Uh, a, a basketball, just as a word, it's not on the resume. Um, so I think this is. People always say your know, cover letter, your resume, they should work hand in hand. You know, highlighting what's on your resume, but going more in depth, but also kind of covering the weak spots on your resume. And that's really what this cover letter is doing, covering the the fact that they don't have basketball experience um, listed on my resume. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him over the head really with with the fact that they do have basketball experience, because I'm going to say, my name is Quinn David Ferns. You probably know me from that one time I went to a Northwestern basketball game. You also may have seen... It's hard to type and talk at the same time. You also may have seen my uh, high school, uh, scratch that middle school, (laughs) basketball highlights on Facebook or wherever
0: oh is there such a thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to take this time to uh, give a shout out to Ryan Austin Ligon uh, creator of uh, Reek Entertainment Co. of the Commas podcast who is actually my coach in middle school basketball and you better believe he's going to be serving as a reference for this position uh, Ryan's kind of the ace in the hole maybe we'll call him uh, later on the podcast see if he picks up see if he can uh, have anything he wants to add to the cover letter experience but okay let's let's keep going here my name is Quinn David. i'm not gonna read this whole thing you also may have seen my middle school basketball highlights on facebook or whatever jim i'm gonna be frank i'm gonna e frank accidentally hit a period i'm gonna be frank i live eat i'm using an oxford comma and breathe not die Live, eat, and breathe hoops. That's another thing. So something they're probably going to be looking for from their assistant basketball coach is someone who can really relate to the players from both a um, recruitment perspective, a psychological perspective, a motivation perspective. You know, all these old white guys, they just don't know how to talk to the players. So you want to use word, terms, words like hoops, um, young Money, Step Back J, um, Trap Music, um, Fetty Wap. These are the types of things that um, young players these days coming out of high school, they're, they're pretty familiar with. Um, Walt, you have any insight on that?
0: I was kind of surprised you didn't use the phrase, that's the move.
1: <laughs> I'm not as familiar with that. Talk us through that one. Really? You, you don't hear that? That's yeah. the move.
0: Yeah, oh man, somebody likes, you know, sort of the the planning you're doing, like let's say you're trying to decide, you know, where to go out uh to have a real good time in Adams Morgan on a Thursday night in DC. And someone suggests uh the the place Madam's Organ uh which is, you know, pretty interesting live music every night. It's a good place. Uh, you know, you might respond, oh, that's the move. If that's, you know, really what you like or you like the, the planning that's going on.
1: I'll take your word for it. Jim, I'm gonna be frank. I live, eat, and breathe hoops, and that's the move. I think I used that correctly. And that's the move. I'm gonna tell you I can't type on this iPad. I am gonna tell you exactly what you want. This is good. He doesn't know what he wants until he met Quinn. You need a fighter, period. You need a motivator, period. More importantly, you need your basketball program to start doing something. Can't type. Otherwise, doing something. Otherwise, Morty, or on a first name basis, I've met him, um, is maybe not going to be too pleased. Not going to be. Next time you negotiate your contract, see how I put the balls in his court? That's a classic negotiating move. Uh, it's not something a lot of people think it's appropriate to do. It's not something anyone thinks it's appropriate to do. But that's—I'm kind of the maverick in this situation. I'm kind of like Mark Cuban. I thought you were going to say the the late John McCain. That'd be good too, but I don't know. All those Northwestern people are elite liberals. Um, I'm kind of—that's how. So new paragraph. I'm kind of. A maverick. Think Mark, auto-corrected to M-A-R-C. Mark Cuban has a love child, love child with Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> <laughs> but whiter. <laughs> That's a good opening line. I'm kind of a maverick. Think Mark Cuban has a love has a love a love child with Dirk Nowitzki, but whiter i like that in addition you should see you should see the pants i'm wearing right now wearing right now i call them my step back j's Comma goes inside the quotation mark. It's always been confusing. I call them my step back J's because when I throw them on, I just can't miss. And let me tell you, this cover letter just can't miss. All right, I think we're making good progress. Walt, what are your insights so far?
0: Well you mentioned that there's no basketball on your resume and and you know given that this is a great opportunity to sort of expand, you know, build. Uh I'm kind of curious if you're gonna talk about you your basketball experience that you do have. Um the you know Baltimore City
1: League. That's good. Now, now I can't can't hit that end. <laughs> it's always the <laughs> space bar. Now, you might be wondering, outside of my middle school glory days, how much experience do I really have? Let Allow me, that's a good phrase, allow me to introduce you to the Baltimore called Volo City Recreational League co-ed B group, below the A group, that met on Thursday nights at Francis Scott Key Elementary Almost spelled that right. Elementary school last spring. Oh boy. Okay, now we're cooking with gas. Here is just a taste of my season stats zero points. Handful. You sure you want this on the cover? Uh, I feel
0: like you know, there's the concept of spin, you know, you might wanna
1: I'm might all wanna about honesty. spin. I'm all about honesty. Well, you should have seen me spinning the basketball on my finger. I was like a globe trotter. Oh boy, here is just a taste of my season stats. Zero points, a handful of sis in absolute block machine down on the block. Wordplay. Um a pen absolute Machine, an absolute block machine down on the block. What I lack in offensive talent, what I lacked in offensive talent, I more than made up for in bulldog mentality. If I could type it, bulldog mentality. Um, Let's see, what else do I want to say? Good looks and wildcat spirit. I'm gonna capitalize spirit as well. I think he'll like that. An absolute black machine down on the block. Like, hang on, I'm gonna add something. Like J Lo. What I lacked in offensive talent, I made more than made up for in bulldog mentality, good looks, and wildcat spirit. Also charisma okay I think we're off to a good start let's see where we're at right now then we're going to read some ads dear athletic director James J Phillips my name is Quinn David Furness and you probably know me from that one time I went to a Northwestern basketball game you also may have seen my middle school basketball highlights on Facebook or wherever Jim I'm going to be frank I live eat and breathe hoops and that's the move thank you Walt for that catchy phrase I'm going to tell you exactly what you want you need a fighter you need a motivator more oh I misspelled that it came out to I, protently, I don't think that's a word. Chemistry. More importantly, you need your basketball program, your basketball to start doing something, your basketball program to start doing something. Otherwise, Morty is maybe not gonna be too pleased next time you negotiate your contract. Next paragraph, I'm kind of a maverick. Think Mark Cuban has a love child with Dirk Nowitzki, but whiter. In addition, you should see the pants I'm wearing right now. I call them my step-back J's because when I throw them on, I just can't miss. And let me tell you, this cover letter just can't miss. Now, you might be wondering, outside of my middle school glory days, how much experience do I really have? Allow me to introduce you to the Baltimore Volvo—that's <laughs> not what it's called—Volo <laughs> City Recreational League co-ed B group below the A group that met on Thursday nights at Francis Scott Key Elementary School last spring. Oh, boy. Here's just a taste of my season stats. Zero points, a handful of assists, an absolute block machine down in the block like JLo. What I lacked in offensive talent, I'm more than made up for in bulldog mentality, good looks, and wildcat spirit. Also charisma. Walt, how do you kind of assess where we're at right now?
0: Uh, I think it's you a know, decent start. It's... Uh you want to think about, you know, tying it all together. You mentioned synergy earlier, so, uh, you want to make sure you don't stray too far from, um, your roots here, but, uh, I'm kind of curious since I didn't get to witness any of these games, uh, did you ever get any technicals?
2: Uh,
1: I did whatever I needed to do for the team.
0: Technicals are fun. I feel like you don't see them enough, you know, especially maybe in college NCAA, which of course is what we're talking about here. So, You know, how often do you get to see a guy shooting a free throw and he's the only one on that side of the court? Man, it's just, it's wild. It would be like taking a penalty kick and there's no goalie or something. You know, it's just, it's fascinating.
1: Yeah, sometimes we'd have games where, you know, you're losing by 30 with about 30 seconds left. And, you you know, your only chance of getting back in the game is you light a fire under your team's butts. Um, so I like to, you know, so the the refs are all volunteers. They're not getting paid for this stuff, but I don't know. Sometimes you got to put them in their place. I like a little shoulder shove, you know, with like two fingers. You're like, what are you gonna do about it, ref? What are you gonna do? You get up in their face, puff out your chest. Um, I don't know, just some some tactics to kind of get the refs back on your side, um, because really, when you're down 30 with 30 seconds left, you need to score with the clock stopped, and so that's where free throws really come into play. Um, but I'm glad you brought up technicals they can be very effective
0: yeah you ever have any scary experiences out there on the court like I, I could share a few but I'm uh, just um, curious
1: I mean if you saw my three-point motion pretty scary uh, you saw my just total season points pretty scary um, if you saw my hair back then pretty scary as well um, so yeah I had my fair share of moments what about you
0: well, regarding three-point uh, motion, I'm, I'm not a great shooter myself, but, you know, I've been known to sink one every once in a while. But uh, I had the pleasure for several years when I was at Northwestern of playing on the, the single ladies, uh, which was our intramural team. And we had a particular friend on that team who uh, whose three-point shot was described as having uh, sort of a like sideways orbit, kind of like... Um, you know, Uranus, you know, most of the planets, you think about them having like a vertical axis that they rotate around, you know, maybe there's a little tilt, but this one, it, it was like the ball uh, both defied gravity and created its own sort of centripetal force at the same time. It was fascinating. I don't th- don't think he ever scored uh, with that particular shot. But but at one time I, I was playing this guy who was about 6'7", probably, um, you know, I'm 5'10", and uh i I don't have a lot of moves, but you know i can I can do a little step spin every now and then, and this guy got kind of up in my business and he took uh an elbow inadvertently uh to his crotch or at least he claims he did uh and uh right there on the on the court as a senior in in college uh my life flashed before my eyes as he threatened to murder me uh out loud uh He did get a technical for that thankfully. Um, But that was a little bit of a scary moment.
1: Yeah, if you can go to the other team into you know, picking up 14, 15 technicals, you might be down by 30, and next thing you know, the game is tied. So um, you hear about double technicals sometimes. I don't know if there's a word that means 15 times, probably some sort of Greek or Latin root. We could make up a word, but, um, I don't know, cortisimal or something like that. It's probably four. Pico. Pico-tintetic or something. You ever go to those poke bowl restaurants? What's that like?
0: Uh, No, I I don't think I've actually been to those. Maybe once, but we were just talking about that um, uh, yesterday while we were walking around getting ready to uh, sit down for some dinner. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking, why... Why don't these places double down on some popularity, get some good sponsorship opportunities, and uh, you know have Pokemon tournaments within? You know when you're sitting down to your Poke Bowl, which obviously sounds a lot like Pokeball. You know, I don't. You don't need me to tell you that. Uh, you know how hard it would it be to host a Pokemon Go gym in there, or uh, you know maybe even bring back some of the old fan favorites like Brock,
2: mm.
0: Lance. Uh, Erica, Sabrina. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, maybe even Professor Oak. You know, it could be the kind of thing like you've got this elderly gentleman who dresses up in a lab coat and goes around, really brings in the fan dollars. I think these Pokeball places uh, are really missing a, a pretty obvious opportunity here. And, you know, I'm not in marketing, but <laughs> come on.
1: Well, you're the only uh, furnace, at least in known recorded history, to have completed an original Pokemon Pokédex. What was that like?
0: Well, I have to give a lot of credit to my, uh, um, you know, one of my best friends at the time, Chris Campbell. Chris, if you're out there, uh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> uh, I had the pleasure of uh, hanging out with Chris a few years ago, but out on the west coast. But um, yeah. Chris had uh Pokemon red version. I had Pokemon blue. So, you know, with those two, you can, you can complete it. It takes some work, some finagling, some, uh, uh, some sitting there connected with the, the game link cable, um, kind of looks like a weird USB cable, but <clears throat> we did it. It took a long time. It was a labor of love. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of exciting little part of the game that you don't necessarily get to, uh experience every day
1: it's very good what was what was the toughest pokemon to acquire whether through catching or leveling up or all that stuff
0: that's a great question uh it's been a while there's one or two or a handful maybe at most where you it's not the the barrier is not so much that you can't find them in your particular version but the only way that they evolve into to their next stage is by trading them to someone else So it just involves some, you know, back and forth of, you know, you got to you got to fight enough uh, wild Pokemon or trainers to kind of, you know, uh, get them to where they need to be. And then and then on top of that. Yeah, trade them over to your friend, at which point they they do their spontaneous evolution. So, yeah, that or honestly, just kind of uh, gaining enough EVs uh, with those stones. That's going to be my next question. Yeah, to get all
1: the different iterations of them, kind of a pain in the ass. So, do you have to, because in the original Pokemon, you can only acquire one EV a game, is that correct? So, I think so. And there's, what, four evolutions, three or four evolutions in original Pokemon from an Eevee?
0: I think there are three different ones that it can branch into. Electric,
1: fire, and water. Yeah. So in order to acquire three, even if you have a friend with the other game, at some point you have to restart a game, I think, to get number three. Is that right?
0: I was thinking about this. I, I'm not 100% sure, so shooting from the hip a little bit here, but... If I'm not mistaken, there were a few uh, there were a few weird people you would run into, uh, and I'm not talking about fellow Pokemon players, um, within the game who would offer you kind of bizarre trades. Like they would want a very specific Pokemon for another very specific one. Sometimes it seemed like kind of a worthless trade, but I think, oh, I'm not even sure if this is right anymore, but I think there might have been one where you could trade for one of the, the types of Eevee. Um. So that's a possibility, and and if so, then you know that's the move. Oh, see, we're all coming that's back together here. Move. So, uh, that would be the way to go. But you know, it's also possible that we had to kind of restart a game. I'm not 100 percent sure.
2: Mm.
1: We're learning lots here on the Bean Town Podcast with brother of the host Walt it's like father of the bride or father of the bride with Steve Martin but it's brother of the host so it's just it's similar but different let's get into some ads here and then we're going to jump back into uh, our cover letter again we are uh, well on our way to becoming an assistant basketball coach the Northwestern uh, men's basketball program which is very exciting but let's read some ads here we'll get back into it Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate stranglehold <coughs> on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector you can trust, call Steve at 541-207-1101 or visit HomePrideOregon.com. That's 541-207-1101 or visit HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon. Inspection perfection. I want to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U Series. Double duty today. We don't often get the opportunity to do that, but it's also kind of a little reunion. Uh, Apologies last week for the audio quality. We were recording from a cheap Audacity copy of my work computer, so we're really a couple degrees separated from the norm. We're back on GarageBand today. We're back with dual-wielding, double-action, Samson Q2U series. Never forget, when God speaks, he uses a Samson. Another shout-out to the TV Guide, It had been a little while since we got a new copy. I wasn't sure what was going on, but lo and behold, I checked the mail on Friday, and we're back in business. So we got uh, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones on the cover, whatever his character's name is in Game of Thrones. He's ready to go. I think Game of Thrones comes back in like two weeks or something. People are getting real excited, and uh, I'm excited because now I know what's on television, so, again, don't have a TV in the house, um, but if I did, I feel very informed. Uh, and one of these days, I don't know, I'm not sure what the status of the Connors is. They said they were going to bring it back without Roseanne. They're going to call it the Connors. Steve Goodman, is that his name? John Goodman. John Goodman. <laughs> Thinking about Home Pride, Oregon. John Goodman was going to, you know, come back. He's going to be the central character, the centripetal force, if you will, And I think it'd be nice if they did a spot because, you know, last season, one last ride, he's on the cover. He's wearing his red and white flannel, hands on his knees, kind of bent over, giving you that signature smirk. And it just says, he's back. The Connors returns to ABC this Tuesday, 8, 7 Central, 6, 5 West, whatever that is. So just an idea, ABC Let me know. Uh, One more ad here, Cuts by Q. Bob and Weave. We all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many midtown Baltimore-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Baltimore City, Baltimore County, and Cook County, Illinois. From beehives to bangs, hawks to flat tops and everything in between, call Cuts by Q at eight one five two nine eight seventy two hundred or email Cuts by Q at Yahoo.com. That's Cuts, Q-U-T-Z by Q at Yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts it Cuts by Q. All right. Welcome back. To Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, April 7th, 2019. What's going on? How are you? Very uh, happy to be joined by brother of the podcast, Walt Furness, coming to us live here, 817 St. Paul Street. If you missed the first half of our episode, we are currently in the process of crafting a cover letter for a position that was just posted, Northwestern men's basketball assistant head coach could be a good opportunity. I've been looking to get into the coaching game. These guys make millions, I say, I would like to make millions. Also, I I I'm a big hooper, is what they say. So, uh, we're crafting a cover letter. In a little bit here, we're going to we're going to call Ryan Austin Liggan. Maybe he picks up, maybe he doesn't cuz I didn't tell him I was going to call him. So that's what you love about live air. You never know what's going to happen. But let's get back into it. Uh, I'm not going to reread what we already wrote because it's long, and some of you have already heard it a couple times. So we're getting ready to start paragraph number three now. So far we've focused on my background as a baller. Uh, I told the athletic director exactly what he needs in assistant coach. Um, I mentioned my charisma and my uh, scoring drought that I'm currently in. I haven't scored a point since sophomore year of college, but I think I'm ready to get back in the game. Got my step-back J's on. Got some wicked post moves. Been watching a lot of March Madness. I feel pretty good about it. Um, so before we, we jump back into paragraph three uh, here, Walt, where, what, where do you think we should go next? What's, what's our next move?
0: It might be uh, wise, since, if I'm not mistaken, this is an assistant coaching position, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, perhaps it would be a good idea to talk a little bit about your relationship with the current head coach.
1: That's good. Doug Collins.
0: I think it might be Chris.
1: Well, it's all in the family. So uh, here's the thing. I always wanted to start a sentence that way. Here's the thing. I am a family man just like your head coach, Chris Collins, is. Because his dad, Doug, used to be, or still is, I don't know, used to be a good coach too. So we all love our family, families, plural. The two weeks ago, and you may have seen this, on Facebook, I launched a poll for my friends asking them if, I hit comma instead of M, Asking them if I should get a kid in 2019. The results were overwhelmingly unanimous. (laughs) (laughs) I can't type. I think we need to talk about the definition of unanimous. Overwhelmingly. This word is the hardest word to spell in the English language. You After Mike Krzyzewski. Yeah, Mike Krzyzewski. 50, what was it? 52, I think, to 48% said yes, I should. That's better than Brexit. Bread it. Wanted to correct Reddit. (laughs) It's better than Brexit. Um, This displays how much I care for my family. And also, every Sunday, we do a family chat that kind of resembles the... ESPN, oops, I had a misprint, kind of resembles the ESPN program around, my iPad does not like autocorrecting, around the horn with those guys from ESPN. That was a really well-worded sentence. So here's what we have in this paragraph so far. Here's the thing, I'm a family man, just like your head coach, not i I'm going to leave it R because it kind of assumes that I already have the job, and that's kind of a power play. Just like our head coach, Chris Collins, is. Because his dad, Doug, used to be a good coach too. So we all love our families. <laughs> There's a lot of choppy sentences early in this paragraph. Two weeks ago, and you may have seen this on Facebook, I launched a poll for my friends asking them if I should get a kid in 2019. The results were overwhelmingly unanimous. 52 to 48% said, yes, I should. That's better than Brexit. This displays how much I care for my family, and also every Sunday we do a family chat that kind of resembles the ESPN program around the horn with those guys from ESPN. That's really tight.
0: Maybe just you know, add a one-word sentence after that, sports. <laughs> want to make sure you bring it back to the topic at hand.
1: That's a good idea. All right, we're ready for our closing paragraphs where we got to bring it home. I have spent a lot of time on the Northwestern campus, didn't spell that right, Northwestern campus in my lifetime. I did my graduate degree there and it took me almost 12 months. That's longer than a basketball season.
0: <laughs> this is starting to sound kind of sixth grade reporty.
2: Well,
1: you know, I'm a very transactional, shoot-from-the-hip type of guy. It's longer than a basketball season. First to say longer than a basketball. It's longer than a basketball season. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen Moneyball this is what I bring to the table Brad Pitt's looks combined with Billy Beans analytics combined with who directed Moneyball I don't think that was a Tarantino movie.
0: I was going to say probably the Coen brothers, but I think that might be wrong too.
1: Bennett Miller. Sounds like a basketball coach. Also directed Capodian Foxcatcher. Oh, I misspelled that. Billy Beans analytics combined with Bennett Miller's directing. In college athletics, they are kind of the Godhead, three in one. Also shows that I'm religious. You know, Northwestern used to be a religious institution. A lot of people know about Northwestern College, St. Paul, Minnesota. It's a Christian school. Uh, basketball program, probably better than Northwestern University, but I won't put that in my cover letter. It's probably a sore spot for those guys. Um, I don't know. What are we thinking for like a closing sentence here? Well, you got to start with in conclusion. I like that. In conclusion, comma. This is really where I got to bring it home. Yeah, this is is where the bacon is made Tell as they what, say let's make a phone call see if we can get brian austin on the line he would know just what to say mm. and let's just hope he picks up or else we're gonna have to call someone else
2: mm.
0: maybe uh jordan peterson
1: I don't have his number, unfortunately. Hello? Hey, Ryan, how's it going? You're live on the Beantown Podcast. Really? You're surprising me like guess. Yeah, so I feel bad, but not really. Um, we, not we are, Walter and I are sitting here live on air. There recently was a posting, a job posting for the Northwestern Men's Basketball Assistant Head Coach Position, and we figured we'd throw my hat in the ring, so... We've been spending the last 45 minutes drafting a cover letter, and we're kind of looking for a really good closing statement. And then once we get that, I'll read you the whole thing because I think you're going to like it. Um, But since you have a lot of experience in the world of basketball, NCAA coaching, you watch college basketball sometimes, and you coached me, if if you had to come up with one really eloquent sentence to describe my skills, my abilities, both on and off the court, what would you say? Let, let me let me, let me me say this. So we, we had a, 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 a prefix to the sentence currently in conclusion, but do, uh, okay. do you like and better? No no no, 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 no. In conclusion works as well. In okay. In conclusion, that's a, good, that's a good qualifier as well. Uh, say, so in conclusion, I can touch the net. Okay. In that's conclusion, I can touch the net. Yeah. It's short, it's sweet, just like me. I like it. Yep. I think so. Well, we're writing this to the athletic director. He and I go way back. I saw him once. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think this can be good. Walt's putting the final finishing touches on the letter, and then we're going to read it, and I think you're going to like it. Good on you guys. Good on you guys.
2: This is good for Northwestern's program. I think this could, really, this could be another deep run for them in the tournament.
1: Yeah, well, it's good exposure, too. Not a lot of people have heard of Northwestern, so... <laughs> Okay, Walt's, Walt's signing, which is, he's signing for me, federal offense, but, um, okay, let me read you what we, what we have so far. Okay. <coughs> Dear Athletic Director James J. Phillips, my name is Quinn David Furness, and you probably know me from that one time I went to a Northwestern basketball game. You also may have seen my middle school basketball highlights on Facebook or wherever. Jim, I'm going to be frank. I live, eat, and breathe hoops, and that's the move. I'm going <laughs> to... I told you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you exactly what you want. You need a fighter. You need a motivator. <laughs> They're going to laugh a lot. More importantly, you need your basketball program to start doing something. Otherwise, Morty, who's the president, is maybe not going to be too pleased next time you negotiate your contract. Next paragraph. This is my favorite line. I'm kind of a maverick. think Mark Cuban has a love child with Dirk Nowitzki, but whiter. In addition, you should see the pants Should see the pants I'm wearing right now. I call them my step-back J's because when I throw them on, I just can't miss. And let me tell you, this cover letter just can't miss. Now, you might be wondering outside of my middle school glory days, how much experience do I really have? Allow me to introduce you to the Baltimore Volo City Recreational League co-ed B group below the A group that met on Thursday nights at Francis Scott Key Elementary School last spring. <laughs> Oh boy, here's just a taste of my season stats. Zero points, a handful of assists, an absolute block machine down on the block, like J-Lo. What I lacked in offensive talent, I more than made up for in bulldog mentality, good looks, and wildcat spirit. Also charisma. Here's the thing. I am a family man, just like our head coach Chris Collins is. Because his dad, Doug, used to be a good coach too, So we all love our families. Two weeks ago, and you may have seen this on Facebook, I launched a poll for my friends asking them if I should get a kid in 2019. The results were overwhelmingly unanimous. 52 to 48% said, yes, I should. That's better than Brexit. This displays how much I care. (laughs) This displays how much I care for my family, and also every Sunday we do a family chat that kind of resembles the ESPN program around the horn with those guys from ESPN. Sports. I have spent a lot of time on the Northwestern campus in my lifetime. I did my graduate degree there, and it took me almost 12 months. That's longer than a basketball season. Let (laughs) Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen Moneyball? This is what I bring to the table: Brad Pitt's looks combined with Billy Bean's analytics combined with Bennett Miller's directing. In college athletics, they are the kind—they are kind of the Godhead, three in one. In conclusion, I can touch the net if you know what I mean. (laughs) Warmly, Quinn David Furness. Dude, I think you just got a job, man. I think so too. And you know, I was—I was saying this earlier in the podcast. You know, you watch. March Madness and the Final Four, and Tom Izzo and Coach K. Those guys are having a good time out there, and they make millions. So I thought, you know, if I'm looking for a salary upgrade, this might be a good fit. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. absolutely. And I tell you what, when I get the head coaching gig for Team USA, I'm gonna bring you and Kyle in as assistants. Oh, that would be that would be an honor. That would be an honor. Be- yeah. And go to the Olympics. They'll be in China again, just like every other year. Yeah, exactly. China. Yeah. Well, you have. Uh, sorry to to surprise you like this. You have any uh, parting words for the Bean Town podcast? Here we're wrapping up. Yeah, let's build Texas Tech. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I was uh, disappointed last night, but you know it is what it is. So yeah. I'm just not gonna eat for this week now. Without that money, but that's okay. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Yep.
0: Bye. Take care. Bye.
1: Well, Ryan Austin Lee is an absolute trooper. Hopefully we don't get sued for uh, including him on the podcast without his consent, but I'm not too worried about it. Uh, so there you have it. I think it's a, it's a very tight cover letter. It's solid. I don't really see any glaring airs Um, we talk a lot about my coaching experience I'm a family man mentioned the Mavericks they are a basketball team so I don't know I feel pretty good about it well what are your thoughts
0: Uh, you know perhaps we could have included something like you know the phrase drive to win uh, and then you know Maybe you could also start calling some car companies. That could be a good, you know, tie-in for the podcast. Um, yeah, it was good. You know, these things are delicate. You don't want to get too long. But, uh, you know, catchphrases. You, there's a lot of good ones out there. We just, I think, kind of scratched the surface. But
1: Yeah. It's a rough draft. It was good. I'm pleased with the final product. I'm not much of a drafter draft dodger if you will um, so when I do a rough draft and I was this way in school too I just say give it to Michigan and just send it in as is so um, all this revisionist history stuff I don't want any part of it so I don't know that's about all I got to say ran pretty long but we've been shorter the past couple of weeks so balance it out yin and the yang Et cetera, et cetera, so any uh final parting thoughts for the fans, Walt, well, I should mention that uh while we've seen a significant decrease in quality in year two of the podcast, the listens have jumped way up um we're closer to on average like three or four hundred downloads an episode now, which is pretty neat um, so anything for the three to four hundred fans out there?
0: Well, speaking of something for the fans uh are are you going to make this cover letter available via the beantown uh, blog i think that would be a good idea yeah i think so too i think people you know want to see it maybe if they want to use it as a template Mm. for some jobs they're thinking of applying to um you know there's a lot there there's a lot of material a lot of versatility uh so yeah go go check that out hopefully that'll be on the beantown blog pretty soon and um you can stay up to date there with uh with what's going on here so yeah check that out otherwise i'm uh i'm off back to texas later today and um yeah i don't know going to
1: lubbock for the game on monday night
0: the year marches on
1: yeah i mark this date in history sunday april 7th 2019 people always talk about coaching trees in football basketball women's tennis etc Mark this day as the date the Quinn David Furnace coaching tree kind of launched into orbit. Um, Yeah. Space trees. Space trees. Is the next Coach K going to be my mentee? I don't know. I don't know.
0: So, so I'm guessing that you're, you're advocating for this as a day where we see sort of a new, new branch in the great coaching tree and, and not a sucker. You know? Well,
1: no. The, I, I am the, the tree, and the people that come from my tutelage are the branches. And again, it's a tree all to myself. It's like Belichick might have a tree. Tony Dungy might have a tree. John Wooden might have a tree. Brooklyn might have a tree. If you ever read that book, it's really long. A tree grows in Brooklyn. But Quinn David Furness. And attention to a podcasting tree. Now might have a coaching tree. Mm. If you go to Ireland, where your step back jays. You're gonna start hitting some trees too. Swish swish swish. <laughs> all right, let's keep this under an hour for the fans. We got 45 seconds left. Uh, that's about all I got to add. Any? Uh, 20 second words on your end wall mm,
0: I don't think so but but thanks again for having me back on uh, it's always fun nice to finally see Beantown in person uh, you know th- we say Beantown is where you are mm, but, like uh, but you know there's something just magical about being in the Beantown Nexus as I like to call it so thanks for having me back looking forward to the next time we can do this maybe a Chicago show in May we'll see I don't know. Uh, Yeah, maybe we can do it live from the wedding. We'll see.
1: All right. Always a pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Beantownpodcast.com. Check us out. We'll come to you live next week.